Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Day two is done, and we have plenty to talk about. England fight back. They bowled really, really well for that first hour there to get the Aussies out for 4-16, so they could only add another 80 there. Was, yeah, 70-odd in that one. And, yeah, gave them a, a good opportunity to kind of put on a good score, and they did that 4 for 278. And it was a lot worse sitting in at 1 for 180 there before a few short ball wickets. So the Aussies changed their tactics, and with the pitch playing really well, you can obviously tell with the amount of runs there. But, uh, yeah, some good batting, some great shots for sure. But the pitch is playing nicely. The outfield's running very, very quick. And, uh, yeah, the England English boys have, uh, have got themselves back into this game. You can see that the England are actually in the box seat at 48% for the win percentage there, which I actually think is a little bit high. I don't know how they can change that quickly in one day. They're obviously, you know, 138 behind. But they could definitely, you know, the Aussies were five down and they lost, you know, they're five for, for about 80 runs there. So it definitely shows that the English can do the same. There's a very important drop, unfortunately, from Marnus there late in that uh, late in the day there for Harry Brook. I believe that was on 25. So you know, if he catches that one as a flat catch off a, off a pull shot, then you know, they're five or six down or something like that heading into day three. And yeah, so the, the change in tactics there worked really well. And unfortunately, the, the English boys for them, and especially for Ben Ducker there, lost his wicket 98. His shot actually wasn't so bad. He wasn't in the best position, but he was trying to hit that down and just got a top edge down to, to fine leg, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but he, he played really, really well. He has a lot of good shots in his arsenal. Surprisingly enough, though, for him, it was only 36 off boundaries. And yeah, the rest of it there, the 62, just from uh, just from singles, twos, and threes. So yeah, a slightly different way that the Ducker does play. Like he's obviously still scored really quick at a 73 strike rate. And the majority of the boys uh, scored very, very fast. Obviously, Crawley, the 48. Run a ball there. Ollie Pope, 42, off his 63. Root 10 off 19 uh, only for him. And then, yeah, Brook doing his thing at 88 strike rate. And Stokes kind of just making sure he was there to bat with Brook, uh, especially through this important partnership. If we just go to finish off the Australian innings, a massive congratulations to Smitty for his 100 again, 32nd now, and uh, hits, hit 9,000 runs in this, in this innings, which is great. So very, very good for him. Uh, unfortunately, lost Alex Kerry for just uh, just added 11 runs, and, and Smitty added 25. So we definitely needed a bigger partnership there. But Kerry uh, going for down for 22, it was a good ball. So we can't say much about that. Starkey got a you know decent one as well. As I said, the the English bowled really really well 
to finish off uh, this innings there and, and obviously Smithy going going for a schnick as well uh, with a big cover drive, which he'd been playing for the majority of the innings. So, yeah, you can't blame too much on that. But, yeah, he obviously would have liked a few more runs. Close to that 450 was what I was hoping for in, in yesterday's review. And that wasn't to be, unfortunately. So bowling figures for the English there. Robertson ended up at 3 for 100 and 3 for 98 for Josh Tung as well. Uh, and Joe Root finished with that eight overs that he'd bowled uh, in on day one and didn't bowl any more on day two there. But uh, Ando and Broad obviously you know, did okay. Picked up a wicket each. But again, they weren't the, the guys to really you know, give give the give too much damage to the Aussies there in that one. Let's go to England then and their batsman. And, and Crawley, he did look really good. He played a, a bunch of nice straight drives, some some good cover drives there. And and both those boys off their legs were great. Ducker seems to play that shot over over points very, very regularly. Seems to get a... Sometimes it seems forced, but other times it just, it just gets a thick edge because he goes so hard at it. And that's what we talk about a little bit with, with guys like Warner. If he's actually going hard and being positive at the ball, any nicks he gets seem to go over the slips or, or they go wide or they're going too fast so yeah, you, you don't have that time to, to be able to move. And, and that's something that Ben Ducker does really, really well. Um, being a smaller guy, he just seems to be you know, anything anything front foot related. is just bang, he's straight onto it. Um, and then he loves to cut and obviously a little bit off his legs as well. So, yeah, a, a really impressive start to his, well, return in, in his uh, in his test career, that's for sure. Pope's, uh, Pope's wicket wasn't very good. I wasn't very impressed with uh, the way that he played that one. Yes, he, you know, I think he was trying to hit it for six, but they did have three back. He got it right off the toe and he still got caught right in the boundary. So I can understand why, uh, you know, if you look at that and go, well, that looks really bad to the eye. Uh, but he hit it right off the toe. If you see the side view, it was, it was yeah, a shocker. Uh, couldn't really hit it any worse, and he just got caught in the boundary. So there's that. But uh, there's also the, you know, why don't you just play that on the ground and try and get a single or, or a two there? Or I get the way that they're playing. Is it exactly his game to play that way? I don't think so. So that's probably why he didn't get it right. Um, whereas other guys would uh, would get it, you know, be able to hit that a little bit better and hit it for six. So still 42. He looked great. Um, you know, his, his cover drives, especially offline, where we're at, were really, really good shots. He kind of leans all of his body into that ball. And, and gets it away nicely. So, yeah, obviously a great start you know, sitting where they are. As I said, they ended up losing their second wicket for 180 and 188, and that was Ollie Pope. And that did you know, obviously slow things down a little bit. And they end up at 4 for 222 with a 56-partnership is the current one. So a really important one, and, and Harry Brook continues to, to get runs. Joe Root's wicket, wicket there wasn't obviously great either, but a, a great a great ball from Stark and a good catch from Smithy diving forwards. So they got that high on the bat. Which, uh, which Starkey seems to do with, obviously, his pace and bounce. He looks really intimidating, doesn't he, when he runs in, especially to Duckett, given he's a much smaller man. Uh, Starkey's a, he's a big boy, big, tall boy. So, um, yeah, when he's bowling fast, he's a little bit, he looks fairly intimidating, doesn't he? So uh, a lovely stumping from Alex Kerry just to go along with that. And the, really the big news out of uh, yesterday afternoon was that Nathan Lyman offered with what it seems like to be a calf injury. I haven't, found it, haven't heard anything more yet, but he looked very, very dejected there. And... Really, news, like this is actually his 100th test match in a row, which is crazy. So he's played the best part of a decade without missing a test match. So if he is out, which I'd imagine he is out probably one to two weeks, so likely would miss the next test match, even if it is a, a smaller sort of calf injury. The big issue there is obviously trying to bowl. And yeah, running between the wickets sometimes isn't as bad, but when you're bowling, I, can't, I don't know actually which leg it was, but uh, when, you're, when you're coming up to bowl, you're getting up on your toe, and that's obviously a lot of calf being used. So... Yeah, very, very frustrating on that one. I doubt that he comes back and bowls, but we will find a little bit more information over the next sort of 24 hours. Uh, and and the real, the main issue here is, is for this test match. So his bowling in the second innings is going to be really, really important. 
They do have someone that they could use in obviously Travis Head as a as an off spinner. And I think he'll bowl a fair bit more. He's bowled the five overs for none for ten. They bowled Smithy and over at the end as well. And and obviously they've got plenty of pace bowlers to go around. But I think that the spinner for this test match is gonna be really it's gonna be really tough to replace him. Obviously Todd Murphy is in the squad and, and likely he would play next next test match if Lyon is out. So I think longer term, when I say longer term, the next test match or two, Aussies will be half okay. But this test match is when they're really going to need him. And, and obviously now it's both uh, both teams there having a, a part-time spinner as their, um, as their main option there. So not good on that front. England really played themselves back into this test match after an incredible start from the Australians. As I said, the, the wind is there just absolutely ran, wrapped around with England being a, a very low percentage around that 17% chance to win yesterday. And now they're at a 40, 48% and have turned this match on its head. So congratulations to them. They were very, very good. Aussies, I thought, bowled fairly well at the start here in that first few overs. Starkey had you know, one that curved, you know, curled back in beautifully, swung back in, I should say. Um, just doing a little bit too much, but I was hoping that you can get one of those really, really good balls, and it, it just didn't happen too much. It does look really good to bat, and I imagine for the next day or so, it, it's going to be like that. If the rain stays away, the conditions were great yesterday. Pitches looking awesome to bat. It looks much better to bat in this one than last, just because of the even bounce compared to... You know, the first test there, there's a little bit of variable bounce. It was staying a little bit lower. It's When it's a bit of a lower, slower pitch, it is harder to bat. The ball just doesn't come on nicely. You can't play your normal, natural shots, um, especially you know, off, off certain lengths. You'd be able to cut and uh, your back foot punch and the like, and, and the field's just running that little bit quicker. So do expect uh, plenty of runs in this one. There's obviously been, what, 690 so far, which is a lot in, in two days. So if you can continue like that, I imagine there will definitely be a result. The way England bats, obviously, they're going at sort of four and a half to five and over at the moment. And that will continue to happen with Stokes and Brook in. And then obviously Bairstow uh, to come from here batting at seventh. So that's that update for day two, guys. I hope you in, enjoyed that day two's play uh, and you got a little bit out of this video here. Thanks for coming and good luck. We'll enjoy watching. Day a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.